the, what the relentless system does, it's a mindset. Before you have an exceptional skill set, okay, you have to have the right mindset. The fighter jet mentality is that someone who is just determined, relentlessly obsessed in achieving an outcome in the face of all adversity. I've always had this relentless mentality. And if you say I can't do something, if I fail, if I you know, mess up, it just motivates me even more. I just become even more hungry. You've got to start with that belief in your mind. I've got this. I can do this. I can conquer this. The relentless are unstoppable. I didn't want to have to say, I wish I would have done more. You got to put yourself in that cage. I switched my mind to something else. I switched my mode into something else. It's go time. But the difference between me and most people is you might be sweeter than me. You might be bigger than me. You might grind. Listen to me, I don't know. You might have money. I don't know where you come from, but you will not outwork me. But when I'm in that cage, bro, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. All in, emotionally and executionally. In theory and strategy and in execution. If you want something, you have got to be relentless. When you're sitting there, you're trying to sell your product, you're making phone calls, you're giving a lecture, whatever it may be, you're driving a bus, you're a doctor, whatever it may be, the stronger your mindset is, the greater your skill set is going to be. Make a declaration to yourself. Declare all out war. It doesn't matter about what happens to you. What matters is, what are you going to do about it? They start their school on Monday morning watching me. They ain't got a daddy. They daddy in jail. They don't have a brother. Their brother's in jail. They all I got. You don't understand. My son's at Michigan State, and I pay for it cash. My daughter wants to go to Harvard. You don't get it. My sister just had a baby, and she ain't making no money. Eight game. All I got is an eight game. I ain't got a B game. I ain't got a C game. When I finish, people are relying on me. Some of y'all, when you get on the field, you forgot what it was like when you was hustling in high school playing ball, when you were in college hustling to get to this point. If you want something, you've got to be relentless. You've got to decide, I deserve this, and I'm going to have it. And you go all out to get it. McDonald's is a last name. Abercrombie and Fitch, last names. Armani is a last name. Baskin Robbins is a last name. Chrysler is a last name. Fisher Price, Gucci, Hennessy, Harley Davidson, Hilton, Honda, Coles, Kraft Foods, Lowe's Movie Theater, Marriott is a last name. Maybach is a last name. Nordstrom is a last name. Pillsbury is a last name. Porsche is a last name. Procter and Gamble, two last names. Rolls Royce, Charles Rolls, Henry Royce, last names. Turner Broadcast System, Ted Turner, last name. Versace, last name. Wells Fargo, Henry Wells, William Fargo, last name. Walgreens, last name. Wrigley's, last name. Welch's Grape Juice, last name. Here you are, you think you're buying a product. You are not buying a product, you're buying a name. You think you're wearing a product. Hey, look at this product. No, you're saying, look at this family. And what you don't know is while you're making every family rich, you're making yourself broke. 
I want you to get your legend status. We know what you can do on your own. And if you do it, we know you can take care of your family. But can you change the world? And let me, let me tell you what happens when you become legend. The money's gonna come. What if I told you that your blessing is attached to your name? That part of the reason why you're not wealthy yet is because you keep trying to make Yolanda wealthy. You keep trying to make Tasha wealthy. What if you made Johnson's wealthy? What if you started thinking about your kids? What if you started thinking about your legacy? What if God started dropping Canaan and opening up windows of heaven? Because now you're not just thinking about you, you're thinking kingdom. There are some people who are attached to you who say, Mama, can you do something with this name? There, there, there are some people who are saying, Dad, can you do something with this name? Maybe God gave you the name to change and reverse some of the stuff that the name meant one day. I wish there was somebody in this room that say my name might mean one thing right now, but I promise after today, this name is getting ready to change. I promise after today, everybody's going to want my last name. I'm here to let you know you are a curse breaker. You're thinking kingdom. Legacy! There's power in your name. Whether you make it to the league or not, you are not, you are not who you are because of the league. You are who you are because of who you are. And if you make it to the league, then the league is going to be blessed with your presence. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Through all the bumps in the road and the stormy weather, the heart of a champion you can never measure. I don't think greatness is something you're born with. Some mysterious power bestowed upon us by God. It's something that truly exists in everyone. I look at it as a superpower we all have, buried deep inside us. This tiny diamond surrounded by layers and layers of rock, the hardest rock in the universe. And every time you do something good, a piece of that rock breaks away. I see dudes 6'10", I'm like, you wasting it. You bragging about you 6'8", you wasting the height. I'm about 5'10 with my shoes off. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. Married 5'10. Been married 30 years 5'10. Two beautiful kids 5'10. I don't need to be 6'6. That's your life. See, they don't understand you wanted success and you wanted it so badly. You fell madly in love with the process and therefore you gladly pushed past the limits of average. If that was an opportunity in your sight, you grabbed it. Be comfortable on who you are. Be comfortable if y'all poor. If you come from a family right now that's broke, you use that, use that to your advantage. I use that to my advantage that I was a high school dropout, that I was homeless, that I ate out trash can. I, I love dealing with a dude who think because he come from money, he better than me. Let's go. But so many of you out there have the heart of a lion, but you keep lying to yourself. You keep denying yourself. You keep depriving yourself. You keep hiding yourself from the gifts that you have to share with the world. From this day forward, set out to achieve greatness, not by looking for someone to give it to you. No, no, no. But by going to work to set your own inner greatness free. <laughs> Let's go. You got money, but do you got that dog? Yeah, you got money, you got print, but do you got that dog? You are the example now. You are the man to reshape the culture of your world. Do you got that stamina? So yeah, you might have something I don't have right now. But if I work hard, I can have what you have. You know, a lot of people come up to me and they ask me, Marco, what is it that motivates you most? And to answer their question, I reply back with a question. I say, what if I told you that you had one week left to live would you regret not pursuing your dreams passions and desires 
Would you regret not living your life to the fullest? Would you regret not spending as much time with your family, friends, or loved ones? If you're living a life that you would not be okay with losing because you weren't able to do things you wanted to do, then now you know that you need to change something. Life is simply too short and unpredictable. I've seen it firsthand. It is not worth it to live it safe, basic, and traditional. But do you know why most people choose to live that, that safe life over taking risks in their life? I mean, there's a pretty good argument not to. Why would you? Why would you take a risk that puts you through stress, puts your family through stress, makes you lose sleep, makes you lose time, makes you put in the extra work, makes you take ridiculous chances that are one to 1,000? You know, but before I even continue, The chance of you being born is 1 to 400 trillion. That number is so big you cannot even wrap your head around it. But okay, what, what I wanted to say was that the reason why people don't want to take these risks is because right now they feel like they got a lot to lose and that their current situation is relatively nice and most importantly right now they are comfortable. They got used to living basic within society standards, being with their friends every now and then, being well rested. They got comfortable. And when you get comfortable, you don't want to move. You will literally, unconsciously, see your whole life go right by you. And the main reason that I'm serious about this now is because I am pissed off for greatness. I want to move mountains. and. Like Ray Lewis once said, if you're not pissed off for greatness, then you're okay with being mediocre. And I am definitely not okay with being average. And I don't think anyone should be. You can't be good and be a legend. You can't be a good person and be a legend. You can't be great, really, and be a legend. You gotta be phenomenal. I want you to push for legend. I want you to get to your dreams. Why? Because in your dreams is your DNA. In your dreams is you. I need y'all to understand your your genetic information, your 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 disposition, your direction, your drive. It all comes from your dream, from your personal dream. And if you're doing what somebody else wants you to do, you'll never be successful. So when you leave this place, I need you to wake up every single day, and I need you to dream. You are passing something down, whether you want to or not. Everybody in this room is going to leave a legacy. The question is, are you going to be intentional about the legacy you're leaving? Are you actually going to be intentional or are you just going to let anything be passed down, anything be given to others on your behalf? Don't let it be so. It's like this weekend, this past weekend, I went out to go preach. And when I went to go preach, I went into a city and I rented a car. And I rented a car. When I went to the uh, rental car, they said, go down, go downstairs in the garage. You can grab any car. When I went down there, there were only two cars. There was one car that looked like it wouldn't make it past Monday. And then there was another car. So I went to this car. But when I got into the car, the car smelled like cigarette smoke. And, and so I, I took off with the car because, you know, I'm just like, hey, you know, let me get out of here. And so I'm driving the car for a couple of days. When I I bring the car back, drop off the keys. They say, hey, you have any problems with the car? I said, no problems with the car. They said, all right, cool. I leave. And uh, they said, they, I, I looked on my email and they billed me $350. How are you going to charge me? I've never smoked a day in my life. 
They said, sorry, sir, you brought the car back, smell like cigarettes. I said, no, y'all brought me a car that smelled like cigarettes. They said, no, all we know is that you brought us a car with cigarettes, so you have to pay the price. Can I tell you something? That is a picture of many of our lives. Some of us lived a life that stunk so bad. And many of you are paying a price for a life that you didn't live, but somebody lived before you, and they handed you down a name or a life that stunk so bad that now you got to pay forever for it. I know people who went to go buy a house. And when they went to go buy a house, they saw their credit report. And the credit score was so jacked up. And when they saw the report, they realized that mama had gave out their social security number to the whole family. And everybody done rented stuff and didn't pay back. And everybody had electric bills and cell phones that don't even exist no more. Why? Because somebody didn't care about legacy and they handed you a bill. And now you can't walk in Canaan, not because of your issues, but because of some issues that were passed down. God forbid you are sitting in this place saying, I don't care about legacy. You need to care about it because somebody's got to live in the life you have. A legend starts living for others. Try to put others first in your life. Be generous, be thoughtful, and live out your calling for them. When you affect thousands and thousands of lives, those same people that you bless become a blessing to you. I don't know what my name meant before I got here, but I know what's going to mean before I leave. You got a legacy. The biggest choices begin and end with you. I feel your desire. I feel your yearning to do well and be well in the world. So I've tried to condense into just three items. Just these three things will carry you if you let them. First and foremost, knowing who you are. Being able to answer this question, who am I and what do I want? Who am I really? My answer is I am God's child. I am that which is born of all that is. I am, as Pierre de Chardin said, a spiritual being having a human experience and understanding that because I am connected to the source of all that is, all that is possible is possible for me. That's who I am. And what do I want? I don't want to just be successful in the world. I don't want to just make a mark or have a legacy. The answer to that question for me is I want to fulfill the highest, truest expression of myself as a human being. I want to fulfill the promise that the Creator dreamed when he dreamed the cells that made up me. You must have some kind of vision for your life. Even if you don't know the plan, you have to have a direction in which you choose to go. I never was the kind of woman who liked to get in a car and just go for a ride. I want to know where are we going? Do we have a destination? Is there a plan? Or are we just riding? What I've learned is that's a great metaphor for life. You want to be in the driver's seat of your own life because if you're not, life will drive you. Number two, 
You must find a way to serve. Martin Luther King said that not everybody can be famous, but everybody can be great because greatness is determined by service. Now we live in a world where everybody wants to be famous and where we admire people for just being famous. We think being known brings us value. The truth is all of that will fade in time. In three years, you won't be able to name the housewives of Atlanta. The real truth is that service and significance that you bring to your service is that which is lasting. All the most successful people in the world, whether they know it or not, they have that paradigm of service. Everybody's talking about Mark Zuckerberg and IPO. Service, Jay-Z, rapping. Service, through the word, to people, through song. For many years, I was really just happy to be on TV and people would stop and say, oh, you on TV? Yeah, I'm on TV. I like being on TV. It's a nice job. And I took a long look at what it was I was doing on TV and made a decision that I was no longer going to just be on TV, but I was going to use TV as a force for good and not be used by TV. And I will tell you, my decision to make that significant change in the way I operated on television, using television as a service, changed my career exponentially. Service through medicine, service through art, using whatever it is you produce your product as a way of giving back to the world. When you shift the paradigm of whatever it is you choose to do, to service and you bring significance to that, success will, I promise you, follow you. Service and significance equals success. Number three, so simple but so hard to do. Always do the right thing. Always. Be excellent. People notice. Let excellence be your brand. Everybody talks about building a brand. I never even knew what that was. When people say, you're a brand, I would say, no, I'm just Oprah. What I recognize now is that my choice to in every way, in every example, in every experience, to do the right thing and the excellent thing is what has created the brand. And what I know is that when you are excellent, you become unforgettable. People remember you, you stand out, regardless of what it is. And that is what we all want. We want to be unforgettable and not forgettable. So doing the right thing, even when nobody knows you're doing the right thing, will always bring the right thing to you. I promise you that. Why? Because the third law of motion is always at work. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That is so true in all of our lives. So you don't have to worry about revenge or getting back at somebody, making sure they pay. You just have to do the right thing and the right thing will follow you, even when other people think it may not be. And oftentimes, when you make a decision to do the right thing, immediately you're faced with doubt. Was that the right thing? Was that the right decision? I don't know, was that the right thing? You always know it's the right thing, when in the end, there is peace. You are rewarded by peace. 
in knowing that you did the right thing. All of you leaving here have the potential for enormous success. There's a price that comes with that. People don't always like you and they're not always happy for you. And if you surround yourself with people who are not accustomed to your success, they become fearful, they become scared because you are reflecting back something to them that they don't recognize. Now they're not gonna say, you know, I'm very fearful because you're reflecting back to me something I don't recognize. They're going to say who she thinks she is. Who she thinks she is. That only happens when you are around people who do not mean and want and aspire to the best for you. People who want the best for you want you to be your best. So my greatest advice to you is to surround yourself with people who are going to fill your cup until your cup runneth over. So when people say you're so full of yourself, you can say, yeah. So now the question becomes, what is it that you truly have to lose? If you pursue your dreams and you fail, sure, you might be a little bit more financially unstable. You might experience stress or other feelings you wish you never had to experience. But either way, even if you fail, you will end up back to where you started, which is where you are now. So what do you literally have to lose? Some of you right now, you're thinking about maybe starting a business. You have a great idea that you want to incorporate into your lifestyle. Maybe you're thinking about pursuing your dreams to the fullest. Maybe you're thinking about putting in the work to become a doctor, an engineer, a firefighter, a professional athlete. But some of you won't follow these ambitions because you're afraid. You're afraid to fail, you let the fear of failure dictate your actions, and you're afraid of what mama or papa thinks, you're afraid of what your sister, your brother thinks, or, or your grandpa, or your grandma, or your cousins, or whoever. But what truly matters is you. You are in possession of a gift. You have a talent, and whatever that talent is, you can make yourself and the people around you a stronger and better place with it. But sometimes, the only way to do that is to take a risk. At one point, you have got to take a leap if you want to make that gift that you have become a reality. Otherwise, society will gladly accept you as a 9 to 5 slave working just to pay off your rent and to stay alive and to live for the weekend, which is the absolute worst way to live. I would rather live each day as if it were my last and take every risk possible in these sacred moments that I have on earth now to make myself as successful and happy as possible than to be sitting in my deathbed when I'm 90 years old regretting not taking a chance and thinking about what my life could have been if I just jumped when I was 18. They might have more talent but they fold under pressure because they were only out for the pleasure, the gold, and the treasure. And thus, they crumble to better or even lesser competition. So the day all of the excuses stop, this is where your heart of a champion starts. It's time. It's time to face some adversity. Look. Look around you. You are here now, in the present time of greatness. 
I stand here and I look into your eyes and I see, I feel the spirit of a warrior. I feel the spirit of a gladiator. You have not come this far to come this far. You have not sacrificed the hours, days, weeks, months to taste defeat. You have the warrior spirit in your soul. You have the warrior mindset. I'm gonna lay out three things for you today. And if you align every thought, every word you speak, and every action you take with these three, then greatness will be yours. Number one, the foundation of greatness must be built on fire. Now when I say fire, I'm referring to passion. Success is just a child, the offspring produced from a person who has married doing the thing they love. If you want greatness, then you gotta pick your profession like you want a soulmate. You gotta marry the one that makes you feel the most alive. Pursuing your passion is the cure for amnesia. It will awaken your spirit and reveal to you your true identity. See, most people are walking around in this nine to five job coma with spiritual amnesia they have forgotten who they are pursuing the flame the fire the passion of doing what you love is the alarm clock for your spirit it will awaken you back to your true identity who God made you to be some seek a job some seek a product to save but the greats, the legends, the people that go to that next level in life, they seek themselves. Close your eyes and look inside and follow the flames that flicker until you find your way back home. The fire created when doing your passion is a gift from God. That's why there's so much power in it. Stop making your decisions based on money and make your decision based on fire. Set yourself on fire and the world will come see you burn. It's so rare today to see a person doing what he loves. Most people are not bold enough, not brave enough to step into that fire, to that ring and just believe. We are living in a spiritual ice age. Strike a match and set yourself on fire on the inside. Ignite that greatness and the whole world will gather around you for warmth. Ferdinand Fush said the most powerful weapon on earth is the human soul on fire. Now I ask you, what are you most passionate about? What sets you on fire on the inside? Romance was not just designed for our spouse. Get alone with yourself. Explore intimacy with the things that you love. Connect to yourself and what God has placed in you. Success requires focus, energy, intensity, zeal, enthusiasm, love, fire, charisma, heat, passion, intensity, dedication. Dive into your passion and the world will illumine with fire. When you move to the center of your passion, the world will begin to make sense. Positive thinking is powerful. But you cannot think your way to greatness. You have to burn yourself there. Now the second element that you need to filter your life through if you want to achieve greatness is truth. Now John 4.24 says, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Truth is the couture for greatness. If you want to go to that next level, you got to get up every day and drape yourself down in it. Truth can only be understood fully from 
from the center of one's colon. See, the fire produced from doing your passion brings clarity just as the choir sings. May your life harmonize with nothing but truth, authenticity, originality, realness. You'll 